Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying, selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agent and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts, guys. This is free land education. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell, and I'm accredited land consultant, broker, owner of Land Pro Real Estate, along with my co-host and co-owner of Land Pro, Teresa Martin. Good morning, Teresa. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. I hope you are. Hey, we got a repeat here. Good. Yeah, and we'll talk about it. So, uh, um, our new office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain. We serve all of your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, and southern Virginia. So give us a shout. We'll help you out. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute, and our national website is www.rliland.com. So listen to me, guys. If you're interested in selling land or farms or buying land or farms, go to that website because we have 2,000 members nationwide, and about 600 of us have the uh, accredited land consultant, but there's no land education out there. So uh, at least these are people, that, and believe me, these top land people in the country will save you money uh, if you're uh, buying and will make you more if you're selling. So go to that website, www.rli.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub is the place to be. Teresa, our guest this morning is Greg Kaiser. Welcome, Greg. Yeah, hey, Lou. Hey, Teresa. Thanks for letting me come on again. Yeah, actually, welcome back because we had you on the show, Podcast 116, Podcast 116. And I think what uh, Greg's going to do for us today, you guys have accelerated in the last period of time. A lot of new technologies, and I don't think anybody out there can, can touch you. In fact, I know they can't. And uh, you're going to update us in this show, and then we'll review some other things uh, that you want to do. This is your show and your commercial, and we're here to help you. So um, anyway, Craig is the uh, president and co-founder of Landgate. Yeah, that's right. Well, thanks, Lou. I appreciate you giving us some time off. Try, try to make it not too much of a commercial, but, you know, a lot of what we do and for the folks that have taken our courses through RLI, who, you know, we're, we're a very proud uh, partner with those those folks over there. You know, Aubrey's just doing a phenomenal job um, with what they do. But uh, the folks that have taken our courses through RLI, which we have another one coming up, I think, in November um, down in Georgia, but a big part of what we do working with land professionals brokers and agents is, is education, is really bringing uh, natural resources, primarily renewable energy, carbon credits, and bringing that space into the real estate world. And in my opinion, that's probably where it always should have been. Um, but a lot of these concepts, a lot of the ideas of renewable energy, carbon credits, water rights, mineral rights, things like this, almost every land professional that I've talked with, they're familiar with them. They have some sort of uh, background with a transaction wherever the you know maybe the mineral rights were severed or they um, transacted along with the deal and they were significant or a solar lease or something. A lot of them have touched the space, but they really haven't grabbed the bull by the horns. And in, in my opinion, the reason for that is just a, a lack of resources and a lack of data for the real estate world to bring them into that energy world. And, you know, on the same side of that coin, the real estate world hasn't really, 
or the energy world really hasn't merged into the real estate world at all. What I'd say in a nutshell for anyone out there who you know, doesn't know who we are, never heard of Landgate, the best context I can put for anybody who deals with land is the thing that we are doing, I think we're doing very, very well, um, is kind of merging the energy industry, which is traditionally where we all come from on the Landgate side, into the real estate world. And those two industries are kind of merging together right now. We have a lot to do with that, I think. But in order for that to happen, in order for that to be efficient, and for land professionals to be able to take part in that, there has to be services that, are, that need to be provided that really never have been. So that's where Landgate kind of steps in, what we do essentially. We provide the data, analytics, and the services for specifically land brokers, land agents, and what I kind of like to, to call them more land professionals. We give them those services and that data so that they can expand their businesses into all of those different industries of water, oil and gas, solar, wind, battery storage, oil and gas. Because it is, it's really no different than looking at some of the resources that these land professionals are already familiar with. So timber, a lot of the land professionals down the southeast part of the country, they're essentially timber professionals as well, on top of being a real estate agent or a broker. They're agriculture professionals, they're recreational professionals. There's no reason, in my opinion, why all of these individuals shouldn't have some natural resource tools in their belt as well. So that's where we kind of fill that gap. Uh, we provide them data on oil and gas, solar, wind, on specific parcels, on their listings, and a heck of a lot of tools along with that to really help them out with their day-to-day -day businesses uh, or their business of buying and selling land. So, you know, that's kind of us in a nutshell. Did I miss anything there, Lou? No, no. I, I'm, uh, you've done better than I would have. <laughs> no, you did great. <laughs> By the way, if you're not driving, you may want, we'd like you to go to their website, which is real simple. It's www.landgate.com, landgate.com. So, and reminders, if you want to go back and see where they started, uh, go back to podcast 116, and you'll see, um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and, you know, this is very timely, too, because of what's going on, uh, has been going on, but there's just been so much emphasis on uh, these items, uh, specifically in the last couple of years. And I know when we had our land conference down in uh, Texas um, last March, you know, one of our three-day uh, breakout shows was on this subject. And it was the largest attended. I think we had over 450 agents there. You guys were there, and thank you for sponsoring Realtors Land Institute. Really appreciate it. But you guys were the you guys were the hit of the show. Uh, I mean, by far. And I haven't seen that in years. So, you know, this is very timely. And you know, and here in North Carolina, we don't really have those resources uh, of any abundance. Uh, we even went through a whole area of doing the uh, fracking, and. Uh, we thought that the two known deposits, uh, one right here in our backyard, uh, might be suitable, but they, they just weren't evidently enough. So, you know, minerals, yes, we, I think the largest, Teresa, emerald ever found, uh, at least in, uh, well, maybe in the world, was an emerald in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, we don't have, we, we were the, one of the first gold mines in Charlotte 
uh, the cement on the gold back in the original days and the old tunnels still uh, uh, down in downtown underground. But other than that, uh, you know, we, we're just not in North Carolina. But this show's not just for North Carolina, right, Greg? This is a, actually an inter- right. international yeah. show. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, it's when, when we consider, when we talk about natural resources, I mean, obviously the, the minerals come to mind for a lot of folks right away. You know, oil and gas minerals. Um, you know, Lou, what you're talking about there are some more economic mining minerals with precious minerals. And then you have, obviously, sand, gravel, construction, you know, limestone quarries, granite quarries. You know, those, those types of resources, as far as construction minerals, those exist throughout the country. I mean, exactly. they, they need sand, gravel, and aggregates to make concrete. They need limestone to be able to make concrete. And that's just, you know, basic minerals for our, our you know, basic functions of our civilization. But when, when, when I'm referencing natural resources, we really have that as an all-encompassing uh, type of term where that includes, you know, what, what's actually very, very active in the Carolinas, with solar energy, battery storage, uh, electrical vehicle charging, not so much in the Carolinas, but wind energy through the Midwest and a lot of the Rockies regions. Um, When you factor in all of these different types of natural resources, yeah, there might not be a lot of oil and gas in, in the Carolinas, but when you look at the stack of everything, certain areas are very, very valuable for, for certain types of resources, and other areas of the country are going to be very valuable for other portions of the resources. So I think that's something very important for your listeners to understand is it doesn't really matter where you're at in the country. You don't have to be, you know, in Reeves County, Texas, which if you're familiar with the oil and gas side of things, that's a very, very popular area. Right. You don't just have to be in that area to monetize and be conscientious of the natural resource potential of the parcel. You know, you don't have to be just in western or eastern Wyoming and where the wind blows all the time to be conscientious of potential wind turbines because there's so many different factors that weigh into the economics of all of these different types of resources until you, and you and unless you know, you don't really know. And uh, Casey Mock uses a really, really good analogy of specifically buying and selling land real estate. And he said this in a panel discussion that we did earlier this spring. Um, where was that? I was down in San Antonio at the, the RLI National Convention. And he said, you know, buying and selling real estate is like buying and selling a stack of sticks. You know, how much do you know about all of those different sticks? If you only know about two or three different things, you may not be selling or buying that property for the highest and best use. Exactly. So that's just, you know, we, we try to add the knowledge base on as many sticks as possible for the folks that are buying and selling land. And then also, along with that, for these brokers and agents that are making money off of buying and selling land, well, not everybody wants to sell their land. So how can they monetize some of these relationships in this network that they've you know, been developing over their entire career, how can they monetize these things? And we provide them a platform where if they have a client that they worked with in the past, let's say this, you know, theoretical scenario, this client has 500 acres in uh, Macon, Georgia, and 
500 acres of, you know, fairly recently cut timber. There's a transmission line that runs through it, and everybody cusses that transmission line because they don't like looking at it. Right. We provide the analytics that if the that land professional looks at that past client's property on our platform, there could be a significantly uh, – the highest and best use is probably going to be lost because there's significant value there for that particular parcel, and they're going to find that out through Landgate very quickly – we give that agent and that land professional the opportunity to work again with that client, even though they don't want to sell their property. It gives that agent the ability to make additional revenue without having to buy or sell property. We think that's, you know, you mentioned something that earlier, you know, what we're doing is very timely. I think that portion that as it becomes a little bit more difficult to find people who are wanting to sell land the ability for these folks to be making money off of commission deals, they're going to have to expand into something more than just buying and selling dirt. In a lot of cases, especially in the Carolinas, we've seen that some uh, longtime land professionals, is what I'll call them, um, they have made very, very large transactions. They didn't buy or sell a single square foot of dirt. What they were doing was targeting relationships and contacts that they had already developed, and they went and talked to a few of their previous clients or neighbors or whoever they knew that had this certain contact, and they went and talked to some folks who had solar panels on their property. That land professional helped them sell the cash flow from those solar panels or those wind turbines. That land professional then 1031 exchanged that cash flow for other real property and the land agent that realtor did all of it for them i don't want to i won't give any specific names but that individual told me earlier this year they'll probably never sell real estate they'll probably never sell dirt again (laughs) i think i know who it is (laughs) (laughs) you might um there's several folks that have done very very well by just simply leveraging the network that they already have in place. It's not them having to go knock on doors and ask anybody if they would be potentially interested in leasing their the natural resources on their property. It's going back through the Rolodex they have in their head of, oh yeah, I remember selling that property two or three years ago. There's a huge transmission line and substation right across the street. And that's why, that's why we... We, you know, we didn't get very much value for it because there's a substation right there. Exactly. Well, that hey. could be the most valuable piece of property that that individual has ever transacted on, but they didn't know about it at the time. That's a perfect example where they need to immediately pick up the phone and and get in the corner of that landowner. Yeah. Hey, our guest That's today, our, ahead, our guest today is Craig Kaiser, president and CEO of Landgate. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Viewing thousands of property for sale at landhub.com. You look confused. I am confused. What are you confused about? I don't understand. What do you mean you can sell something besides dirt? Well, well I, think, I think Craig can probably help you with that. Yeah, Craig, help me out with that. I'm confused. I can, and, and it's, it's a good and it's a fair question because I get I – get, Likely the look on your face, I get it all the time when I go to conferences. 
and I give lectures and I talk about you know what what realtors and land agents can actually do because that's mostly the thought process that you have. You look at a piece of property, and the one way you have to make, two ways you have to make money is either buying that piece of dirt for somebody or selling that piece of dirt for somebody. And that is historically 99.9% of the revenue that's gone towards land professionals doing what you guys do and what your listening listeners do. That business, Teresa, every year about $800 billion is what transacts from buying and selling of land real estate across the United States every year, about $800 billion. It's a very, very large amount of money. However, now the, the natural resources on that land, that includes leasing of solar rights, um, leasing and royalty payments for oil and gas, mining um, royalties on, on, on all of that, the revenue that's generated from the land on a yearly basis depending on who you talk to, is anywhere between 6 and $7 trillion per year. Before Landgate, all of that revenue, all of those deals, and the commission on those deals have been outside of the land real estate profession. And like I said earlier, the reason for that is because the data and the analytics were never available to the land real estate side of the deal. So... Back to your question, Teresa, how do you make money on not buying or not selling land? And I'll give you a couple examples. Um, these are real examples. These are deals that have transacted using the Landgate platform, using the analytics of Landgate and the data that's there. And these were transactions that were conducted. These are listings that were posted by real estate agents, land real estate agents. And these are deals that were closed and commissions paid two land real estate agents. One example, um, an NLR agent leveraged his relationship, knowing that he had a really good relationship with some landowners who had very large solar farms on their property. Now, the landowners did not want to sell the land. They didn't want to sell any dirt, right? I'm sure that's, that's a response that a lot of your listeners that Teresa, you and Lou have probably heard many times, I'd love to make more money on my property, but I don't want to sell it. Well, this is a real-life example. This individual did not want to sell their land, but yet they had all of this, they had these other assets tied to the land due to the natural resources, due to the solar panels that were on that property. That landowner had another asset that he could sell, and that's the cash flow from those solar panels. That landowner was not aware that he could actually sell the cash flow. No land, no dirt, no nothing. He could sell the cash flow payments from those solar panels. And with the help of his land professionals, his land agent, he could sell that cash flow for a very competitive price. He used the proceeds from that sale to do a 1031 exchange and buy additional offsetting real estate. The gentleman sold not a square foot of dirt. It was a several million dollar transaction for the real estate agent. He didn't sell any dirt, but he got paid his commission. It was completely his commission because he was using Landgate. It was his listing agreement not to sell the land. He got a listing agreement with that landowner 
into a 1031 exchange, got commission on the other sale. It was two deals in one for him. He never sold any dirt. So that's just one example for solar of, of, of a sale. You can get the same exact type of commission by going through and leveraging some existing contacts and helping a client get themselves into a solar lease or a wind lease or a battery storage lease or selling cash flow payments from a battery storage location or a wind turbine or an oil and gas well. It's really shifting gears again, knowing that you already have relationships with these folks and it's being able to leverage those relationships in a way that benefits your client in a significant way because what most folks don't realize, I don't know if they, they likely do realize this, but they just realize or they understand that they, that's not a deal they can touch. They know that their clients are getting letters in the mail of a solar lease offer or a wind lease offer or carbon credits, whatever it is. They're getting these offers in. Those are deals that you should be working with your client on, right? Most people right now are saying, well, I don't know anything about solar. I don't know anything about wind. I don't, I don't even know what a carbon credit is. That's where Landgate falls into the equation. We provide courses. And uh, Lou, have you, ever, have you taken any of our RLI courses? Mm -hmm. I've taken our RLI wind. classes, but I haven't done the one on wind and solar. Okay. Well, we, we teach courses through RLI. We have biweekly webinars for folks that are using our software and using our, our, our data. And we do our best to bring folks up to speed in the same way that they learn the professions of forestry, recreation, agriculture. It's really no different. We're now the, the stepping stone, if you will, the platform for a lot of these land professionals and agents to step into and expand you know, their services and the, um, the ability for them to make money on all of these different deals that typically they would drive right by. Does that, does that help, Teresa? Does that make a little bit of sense, or did I, did I confuse you? Well, it does make a little bit of sense, but obviously I still have a lot of things to learn to be able to really even talk about it. I mean, is this something that every county has potential for? Or their county? I mean, I don't understand. Like, how do you know what resources there are? And like you said, I don't know anything about any of that stuff. So I would have to what were the, start what were, at RLI. What were the bubbles on the website? <laughs> the bubbles on the website. What is land? Well, go to landgate.com and follow yeah, along Yeah, well, that's what I've done. I went to Landgate, and I was looking at the map, and it shows North Carolina, and it shows all of these little Did you dots, click on one? Things. I did, but from the homepage, I can't get anything. Those are likely, Teresa, those are likely going to be active listings. So those are listings that have been posted by either a landowner. Landowners can directly post their own properties either for sale. They can post their properties to try to get a lease. So they're essentially raising their hand and saying, hey, I'm interested in getting offers for a oil and gas lease or a solar lease or a battery storage lease. Landowners themselves can come to the platform, and they can raise their hand. So those are the dots you're seeing there. Okay. On top of that, those are also listings that have been posted by real estate agents getting their listings out in front of another group of potential buyers. Okay. Now, to your question, how do I know if there's even any value 
of solar or wind or carbon in your county or in your area, Landgate has provided the analytics across the country on every single parcel to show you what the dollar per acre value is for every single parcel for solar energy, oil and gas energy, wind, so oil and gas, mineral rights, um, wind energy, carbon credits. Uh, we've gone through, and you can click on any parcel. If you're a user of Landgate, you can go through for your current clients, future clients, all of these different, uh, you know, it's an analytic tool. Any reason why you'd want to know any potential upside on a piece of property, you have that for 174 million parcels across the United States. On top of that, you know, Lou said, you know, maybe bring up some ideas about, you know, the, some of the updates we've done on Landgate. We work with a lot of realtors, and they've asked us for tools that, you know, if, if we could build this for them, it would radically improve their processes and their daily workflows for what they're doing of just buying and selling property. So on top of that data that I told you that we give you the dollar per acre breakdown of every parcel, there's also tools where you can keep track of and you can manage online all of the clients that you've ever had, the clients you currently have active. You can manage all of your clients in a map-based system, and if you want, are working in a large team, you can actually work collaboratively with each other. You can send portfolios back and forth to each other. You can chat back and forth with each other directly about certain portfolios. You can export landowner information. And you can essentially run your business out of our, it's called a CRM platform, but it essentially keeps track of all of the things that people are mostly keeping track of in Excel spreadsheets or Google Earth or this and that. Everything can live in one environment where you can see all of that data. You can see where there's high value resources, where there's low value resources, and you can generate on the fly a full PDF report that you can provide to your clients or you can provide to previous clients to get them to sign a new listing agreement. But you can print these reports off and in a few seconds, it's going to summarize for you, Teresa, so you've got a couple hundred acres in North Carolina somewhere, and you don't really know if there's actual natural resource potential. You don't have to. The Landgate software will do it for you. Mm. You click on your parcel. You click the, uh, the report export button, and it's going to summarize for you all of the technical details and the dollar per acre of what potential upside is there for that particular uh, parcel. Teresa, you see dollar signs yet? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, she's awake. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, I'm trying to think what I need to ask. Uh, like I'm sitting here looking at one right now, and it says land for lease, solar farm. So, so an agent has listed this, or an owner has listed, or either or. It could be either or. It could be a, a landowner who's for that particular listing, a landowner or a real estate agent representing that landowner is raising their hand and saying for that particular tract, this landowner is interested in leasing this property for solar energy. And people... Go, go 
are people looking? Who, who is the buyer? Where where do they well, come it, from? It would be someone who's wanting. It would be a it would be a energy developer who is already. Keep this in mind, Teresa. These companies are already spending hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, every day to go out and find and touch these landowners to get them to work with them. This is a completely different, uh, a completely different narrative of that whole process. You are going to be standing in the corner of that landowner, and you're going to help them raise their hand, and offers are going to be coming to you proactively. Lovely. Completely different than waiting for some a letter to show up in the mailbox. Wonderful. It's good for the process because it brings willing participants to the market far quicker than them waiting to get something in the mail. Awesome. So let's let's use this particular example as if it's your client. Okay. Greg, Say, Greg, I'm gonna cut us off. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please do. Hey, our guest is Greg Geyser, president, co-founder of Landgate. Uh, repeating a show from. Uh, uh, podcast 116, and we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. LandHub.com, sell your land, land of your dreams. Okay, Craig, you were about to give us an example of what we were talking about, so move forward because I'm all ears. Yeah, well, let's let's go ahead and use that example that you pulled up uh, on the website there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a listing. If I was a buyer, I'm going to see a green dot there that says, there is a landowner in this location, this exact parcel, that's interested in getting a solar lease on mm-hmm. their property. Mm-hmm. They're interested in making money on solar energy on their property. It could be for any of those resources, but we'll just stay with solar for this particular um, example. Me, as an energy developer, I'm going to look at that and I'm going to click on the contact seller because I'm, I use Landgate as well, so I have the ability to see who the, the, the seller contact is. And I'm going to see that it's your name because you listed, let's say Lou owns that property and you are his, you are his, uh, his broker. You have a listing agreement with him that says you're going to list his property to try to get a solar lease on it. I found your listing. I'm going to pick up the phone and call you and I'm going to say, Hey, Teresa, I'm with I'm Craig Kaiser with XYZ energy. And I'd like to make your client an offer for a solar lease. You say, great, this sounds awesome. We're excited. We've got a couple offers on the table. Send us your best offer, and uh, we'll get back to you. I'm going to email you an offer. You're going to pick up the phone, call Dan McHugh, say, hey, Dan, I've never looked at a solar lease in my, in my life. Tell me what this thing is. <laughs> Dan McHugh is going to tell you everything about that solar lease, more than you could ever imagine. And you're going to broker that deal, and you're going to earn a transaction if Lou decides to say, yep, I want to go ahead and sign that lease, we're going to get paid purely theoretical numbers here. Let's say Lou gets paid $800 per acre per year on that solar lease. When Lou gets paid, let's say we, we sign that lease, I'm the developer, and I went ahead and paid Lou for my first year. When I pay Lou what he gets paid on the land, I pay you your commission. Every time Lou gets paid as a landowner – you get paid your commission. These solar, wind, carbon credit deals, they're typically very long-term, anywhere from 30 to 40 years. So you, Teresa, you've been using Landgate. You went through and realized that you had a client or you had a past client 
that was in a very, very good location for solar energy. You learned that because you were using the LandGate tool, and LandGate basically told you this is a very high-value area. You found it using the data. You saw it on the nice heat map. And when you created that listing, you knew that this is going to be a very, very good use of your time because you're just not doing a shotgun blast and just hoping and praying this is a good site. You've been very strategic, and you've been directed using the best data in the world, saying that this is a high-probability location, and in a few months, you got your client signed into a solar lease. For Lou's perspective, the landowner, they were looking at any way they could to make more money on that property, anything, because in the next few years, if they could not make more cash flow on that property, unfortunately, they were going to have to sell that property which they don't want to do, right? You are going to look like a hero to them, and you are going to be the hero to them because you're going to get cash flow on that property, and their great-grandkids are going to ride horses on the property once the solar panels are gone. And they're going to tell everyone they know to call Teresa. And they are going to tell everyone they know about Teresa. And, I mean, that's your guys' business is, mm-hmm. is relationships and networks. It's how much service can you provide and how much assistance can you provide to those clients? Landgate's just a tool. It's a tool that provides a completely different perspective and data analytics on land than what land professionals have typically been utilizing. And by the way, Teresa, you can't sign up right now because you haven't heard the whole show. And you need, <laughs> you need to stay on that www.landgate. If you do want to sign up, go to landgate.com, go to the realtor section, Everything's automatic, $50 a month, full service, full data, everything um, up and running, ready to go. So it's very, very easy to get signed up. But uh, Let me ask yeah, you something. Were, go, yeah, go ahead. No, can, can, uh, when you sign up, can more than one agent use that, or each agent has to sign up as an individual? So it's as an individual, and the reason why we do that is because when you start using the tool and you start creating portfolios, of all of your clients, those are your clients. Now you can share clients and you can share information if with other users if you choose to. But what we've seen for how most of these folks are using it, you know, that's that's their baby. Yeah. They don't want to share sign-in information because all their leads they've sorted in there, right? That's their user profile. If they have, you know, they've talked to 15 people in the last week and a quarter of them are interested in selling or transacting or leasing or something, and they have those folks clearly labeled on the map and shown there, well, if I'm a land agent, I don't, Lou, I don't want to show you that. <laughs> those, are, those are my leads and those are my exactly. deals. So it's, it's uh, yeah, individual users. But like I said, if you choose to, you can share any and all information if you want between different team members. Okay. Good. All right. So the first thing I need to do no, probably you gotta wait is, and hear the whole show. is listen to the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. you brought up, um, you know, how did, before Landgate started, how did these deals transact? Like how, you know, how did these, how are these mineral deals transacting? How were solar deals, wind deals, um, you know, water deals, how were they transacting? And what I would say is Landgate has been incredibly impactful and disrupting to how those 
on today. It's improving the process significantly. But we're one company, and there is a lot of land, and there's a lot of dollars out there that are being transacted. So if I was a land professional, and this is the first time ever hearing about natural resources or any of these other different types of deals, and it might have my ears up in the air a little bit because who knows, you know, the, the housing market's cooling off, commercial market's cooling off, who knows what's going to happen in the land market because it's, you know, it's, is, is, is a different market, but if I, go, if I have my ears up in the air saying that, hey, I may need to make sure, you know, I might not have the year of 2021, 2022 in 2023 or 24, I might need to find a way to bring in a little bit more money as well, and I got my ears up saying this could be it. What I'd say is this is it. This is exactly how you do that. But what's happening right now, and it's happened historically, Buyers who are trying to find sites and locations, what they're doing is they are sending out mailers. I know that everybody, for some reason, it's still 2022 and people think mailers are a very effective way to get landowner attention, especially on the buy side. It's not. Um, but let's say, for instance, you know, I'm a landowner in Macon, Georgia, and I might even be mildly interested in leasing my land for solar. But me as a landowner, I don't know anything about it. My realtor hasn't told me anything about it. My, you know, nobody in my family knows anything about it. But I'm starting to get these letters in the mail from XYZ Energy Company and uh, John Doe Energy, whatever it is. I'm starting to get these letters in the mail, and now I'm starting to get a little bit cautious. Okay, there's, there seems to be value here, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know anybody to educate me. I don't know how to participate as I never I don't know anything about solar, wind, carbon, battery storage, any of that. Doesn't matter what resource it is. Me as the landowner, and I see this across the country, the majority of landowners are going to choose to sit on the sideline because they do not want to feel like they've been taken advantage of. That's a really bad thing for the process. It's really bad for buyers. It's really bad for the landowners because they could be missing on a really good opportunity, but they would rather feel, they'd rather sit out and pass on the deal than feel like they're, they're selling the farm down the road, right? Landgate allows either that landowner to be educated by going to the website, finding out relatively how valuable their land actually is, and allows them to jettison their property into a competitive marketplace where now they are controlling the process and asking for more people to, to send them offers, okay? So it's in a competitive marketplace. For the realtor, for Teresa, you and Lou, you need to look at it and say, okay, well, Craig Kaiser's in Macon, Georgia. Does he want to do this all by himself? Because most of them don't. <laughs> they still don't have that much of a resource. Or do they want me, as a land professional, to go and talk to them? To work with them and be in their corner and do you think they'd be willing to give up five to ten percent of something they're willing to get knowing that they have someone in their corner knowing that they're going to have someone who knows what they're doing working on their behalf 95 percent of those folks are going to choose to work with a land professional who can help assist them through that process so prior to landgate all of those deals were being transacted 
by people send buyers, people wanting to lease property or buy property, sending mailers out and trying to get those deals from landowners who would be willing to participate just simply off of, you know, getting something in the mail. Another thing that's happening, and this is more of a recent development, Lou, um, with the transition of energy um, capital, and I'll say that very specifically, with the transition of energy capital moving more towards solar, wind, battery storage, you don't see as competitive of land, what I guess you would call um, land rushes, as you did in oil and gas, where typically all the companies were doing were, was leasing. They weren't buying minerals, they were leasing. Whereas here, with solar, wind, and battery storage, you're seeing a very, very large number of folks going to websites where you have listings for, for land, and they're going and they're just buying land outright. Now, they're buying this land, either from a landowner who doesn't know what they have, or they're buying it from a real estate agent who's making a listing who doesn't know what they are actually listing. Those are not, that's not a good scenario for the realtor. It's not a good scenario for the landowner. Really, really good scenario for the buyer. Because you only know what you know, whatever you're buying and selling, right? So that's the power of Landgate, where this is another real-life scenario. Um, it's actually a, a, <laughs> my, my business partner um, has a realtor, and this realtor was so confused because there was a parcel probably a mile away from where my uh, my partner wanted to go ahead and buy buy some property. And the realtor was so confused and said, well, this property sold for four times more than everything around it. We just don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. Who <laughs> pulled it up on Landgate? He said, well, it's surrounded by three substations that all have maximum, that are all, all almost wide open hosting capacity. He said, what do you mean? It's like, that's going to be a solar farm in the next three or four years. And they're going to make, yeah, they might have spent four times more for it today, but they're laughing all the way to the bank because they're going to put solar panels on it, and they're probably going to make their money back within five to ten years, and now they're just cash flowing it. But you know what you know, even about what's going on currently. And that's why I said, you know, that's happened historically of sellers not knowing what they have because they don't have the data, they don't have the resources. But now it's happening where... People are buying property, buying fee simple property outright from real estate professionals, land professionals who have chosen not to expand their breadth of knowledge into something that is in their back door. And I say this almost every, every uh, talk I give to the, the kind of the, the, the land folks that are out there. And if you're listening and you've spaced out on everything I've said, pay attention to one thing and this one thing only. Whether you like it or not or whether you believe it, if you are a land professional, you are in the energy industry today. You're absolutely in it. You've likely already sold property that was bought specifically for some sort of natural resource use other than the land of what you thought you were selling. And don't it's know a that, very critical don't know thing that, that people need to understand. You are already in 
the energy industry. You still can't sign up yet. You got to finish the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and by um, the way, Craig, you are you guys have all not only put together on the uh, resources what's available out there, but you also put together the buyers, the real buyers, the true companies, right, and the true uh, users of yeah. this stuff. So that they use yeah. Landgate too. So you've got the buyer and the seller all right there available to Teresa, right? That's correct, because that's and that's a lot of feedback that, that I hear. It's like, okay, well, I can I can get this listing agreement with the landowner. I can post the listing on Landgate, but I don't know anybody that's buying this stuff, and they don't have to, because the same exact data that's driving their analytics, Teresa's analytics, to show her where there's high value areas and low value areas, the same data that's driving that, we have we have more energy data than any, and I'm proud to say this, and this is not hyperbolic. Be proud. We have more energy and natural resource data than any company on the planet when it comes to oil and gas, solar energy, wind, carbon credits, mining, water. We have more data than any company on the planet. What happens when we have that much data and that many tools and analytics for people to use with that data, well, that brings a bunch of buyers to the market because when they're using the data, when they're looking at the data and they're using the tools, they also like to see, oh, wow, wait a minute. Teresa just posted 500 acres right there. That's in a really, really good area. How long is that post? It's been only been posted for 20 minutes. Call her immediately and, and get that deal done because we don't want it to be out there on the market. Plus you're creating competitors too because more than one person may call her. You're exactly right. Right now, and that's to your previous point, Lou, there was nothing competitive about the previous methodology of natural resource transactions when it pertained to the landowner. They were passive in the whole equation because they sat back and waited for letters to show up in the mail. Right? That's how they, that was in their mind, if they get more than one letter, that's the competition. That is, that's not competition at all. It's their, them getting an offer was dependent on a buyer finding them versus now that landowner can either themselves take, raise their hand in a competitive environment or Teresa can hold their hand and raise it for them and say, don't worry, landowner, I'm your guy, I'm, I'm your gal, I'm going to take you through the process and we're, gonna, we're either going to get you what you like or you're going to understand what is currently here, and you're going to understand this process because I'm going to be next to you the whole time. You're a little market maker, aren't you? <laughs> we have created, and I'm proud to say this, we have created a completely new market. Yeah, you have. This market did not exist, and what it is is that example I provided earlier in the show where National Land Realty I cannot say enough good things about those folks. They are crushing it. They've got some folks that are bird-dogging every renewable energy deal that is on the face of the planet right now. They, they are really going after it. Well, But we created a market where a couple of their agents, leveraging their networks, have just simply gone and talked to landowners who have renewable energy cash flow on the property 
And these have been some very, very large transactions. These are not a couple hundred thousand dollar transactions. These are, I mean, some of these are ten million dollars plus. These are one side commissions. Just Landgate to... takes no commission. I should have probably mentioned that right away. Landgate takes no commission from any deals that are posted on Landgate, either on the buy side or the sell side. There is no fee to list. There's no fee to buy. We do not make our money off of commissions. That's not what we do. We're a data provider. So that's, that's how we make our money. But when I say that's a one-side commission, these buyers, they don't have an agent representing them. So if Teresa signs you up, Lou, at a 7% commission, that's her 7% commission, and that's whatever she, relationship she's got with her managing broker, that 7% goes to her. That's something to consider, right? So if someone, let's say somebody out there listening right now knows a landowner with 50 wind turbines on their property. So yeah, I can pick up the phone, call them right now. I talk to them. We're going to go deer hunting there next, next week. If you sell the cash flow from the turbines, not the land, that's a terrible pitch to say, hey, let me sell your land, you're going to do even better. You're going to make the best financial decision for that landowner that they could ever make in their life. You're going to help them sell the cash flow, this non-guaranteed cash flow from these wind turbines. You're going to help them sell that cash flow. You're going to help them 1031 exchange that cash flow and help them buy the offsetting ranch. They're not going to sell a single square foot of dirt. You're going to make, let's, let's say that's a $15, $20 million transaction, and, ter, and, and that's Lou's property. And, Teresa, you signed up Lou on a 5% commission on that deal. I'm only paying her three. So you can ten, see that? Even three. You earned 3% on that $15 million deal. Buy so, yourself a new pickup. So the, the thing that went over my head earlier that now I'm understanding better is that you can 1031 the cash flow. That's correct. That blows my that mind. Makes, that, 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 it, that makes these transactions, from the landowner's perspective, an absolute no-brainer. There's very few times in life where you can look at something and say, this is exactly what you should do financially, other than going into a bunch of credit card debt. Don't do that. But as far as something that is fundamentally life-changing for some of these landowners, they're not aware that they can do it. And if they are aware that they can do it, they're a little bit intimidated by it because they don't have someone standing next to them. They're literally waiting for land professionals to pick up the phone, call them and say, hey, do you know that you can do this? And then you can do this. And then I can help you do this. They're waiting for these folks. They're waiting for you folks to pick up the phone, call them and work with them to allow that to happen. And, uh, one more example before we move on to maybe a different subject. Um, this is a real-life scenario. One of the first deals that transacted through Landgate on these renewable energy cash flow deals, a land professional, separate of the one that we've been talking about, sold, I think, cash flow payments for about six wind turbines in Oklahoma. What he did is he sold the cash flow for this individual, didn't sell any land. Well, the seller of these of the cash flow for these turbines, she wanted to make a really good investment. She goes, well, I'm, I think that solar energy is going to keep getting much bigger. I want to sell the cash flow for my wind turbines, and I want to buy a piece of property that can likely generate solar energy cash flow for me. 
So what he did, using Landgate, he listed the cash flow within a, probably two weeks, had about five or six cash offers for it, took them to his client, saw it was very competitive, client accepted an offer, 30 days later they closed. That land professional located, using Landgate, located several properties that were for sale, land that was for sale, and he looked like a hero in front of his client because he was buying property from another real estate agent, another agent's listing, who didn't understand what they were listing. He bought dirt for dirt prices in an area where the solar energy potential value was extraordinarily high. And now he's going to go ahead, that realtor is going to list that 1031 property for sale or for leasing for solar energy. It's three deals in one. He didn't sell a single square foot of the dirt. Can't sign up yet, Teresa. Hey, and that is why, that is why the energy side of the equation is six to seven trillion dollars a year because it's not just buying and selling the dirt. It's how much revenue will that dirt make? I got a question. So I, I, I'm the seller. I've got a solar farm. It's a lease deal. I don't own the panels, right? Correct. Correct. And I, I work with ABC Company, and ABC yep. Company is paying me, right? So now Teresa comes in, and she wants me to resell my cash flow. What does ABC think about the deal? They don't care, right? They don't care. They're renting, they're renting your property. They're renting your property, and you've signed a contract. Keep this in mind. I mean, a lot of uh, – most people listening here have seen uh, agriculture contracts where, you know, we'll go ahead and we're going to graze this pasture for five years, and then we'll renegotiate after five years or whatever it is. You're not doing that with your solar lease. You are renting your property outright for 30 to 40 years. Now, there's a slight escalator on it, 1.5% to 2%. But inflation, if you believe the numbers, was 8.3% last quarter. Your escalator is 1.5%, and it's flat. It's not going to go any higher. You're renting out that land for 30, 40 years. It makes absolute sense for you to sell that cash flow as a landowner makes absolute sense for you to sell the cash flow, 1031 that into other real estate and something that's going to appreciate through time. So that doesn't that, that, that doesn't lock the original lease or out of the deal. There's still No, no, not a, not at all. The, because let, let's say you leased to Craig Kaiser Energy Company. Right. I don't I, I don't care who I pay. I contractually, based on the lease, I have to pay someone what we've laid out for the next 35 years. That's already built in and factored into my economics. That's already factored. I don't care who I pay. I still, I still have the lease. I still have control of the, of the site for 30, 40 years, however long is up to the lease. It doesn't matter if I pay, if I pay Lou, or if I pay XYZ. Just don't pay Rodney. Buying company in New York. It doesn't matter who I pay. Greg. I hate to tell you. I do too. <laughs> Can we extend the show another hour? 
Uh, we, say, we, we, I've got, you've got about say, a, say that again. I, I, I lost you. No, I said can, can we, we're running out of time. Yes. I asked yeah. Rodney if we could extend the show for another hour because we're just getting into this. So guess what? You're going to have to come back again and soon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sure. but I, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to uh, finish up your part, if that's okay. And I'm yeah, sorry. I'll, 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 give a, I'll give a quick plug to, to the website. I mean, if you guys are interested in what we're doing, anything that I've said, Go to landgate.com. Uh, there's a drop-down page for business solutions. Go to realtors. Um, we have specific realty tools and solutions. Uh, we'd love to talk with you guys. If you're landowners, Landgate is an incredibly valuable tool for you. Go find out what you own. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, you can actually reach me. Uh, my email is very easy. CK at landgate.com. That's Charlie Kilo at landgate.com, um, or just go to the website, fill out a contact me, get in call, you know, call us on the, the, the phone numbers there on the website. You know, we pick up the phone, give us a call. We're very, very supportive on customer support. We, we don't have, we don't have machines answering our phones. Um, you will talk with, you know, you're going to talk with a human when you call Landgate. You're going to work with humans when you talk to Landgate and you work with us. So, um, yeah, any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Hey, Teresa, you can sign up now. Okay. Hey, thank you for joining <laughs> us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you would like to suggest, hey, we'd appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public, but most importantly for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education, like Landgate. All shows are downloaded after the show to this morning and all of our, on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. you also find us on Spotify and Podbean. Teresa, how do they get in touch with you? They can call me at 336-209-2937 or email me at teresa.mylandpro at gmail.com. My email is lou, L-O-U, at mylandpro.com. My cell number is 336 336- 669-1405. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. If you're looking to buy or sell land, LandHub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. Hey, that's our go-to site. So, Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here? Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to WKTE1090.com, and also they can download the simple radio app. Is it simple? Yeah, it's pretty simple there. It or join is. us on Facebook. Very simple. Really? Yeah, really. Easy. Wow. We're getting out there, aren't we? Yes, we are. Mm. And, uh, hey, we've, we've won some nice awards. Yeah, seven years in a row, hopefully eight years coming up, maybe. Because we play what? Teresa? Happy music. You want to be happy? Right. Beach, Beach music? and oldies. Wow. Hey, that's that's my generation. But it's everyone's generation. Oh, yes. Be happy. That's right. That's what we need in this world. And you won a nice award. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe again next year. I hope so. Hopefully I can beat Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they like Girl Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. Hey, thank you for joining us today. We'll see you next week.